Welcome to the Elite Professionals in Coaching Podcast, hosted by Chris Aird, business owner and CEO of With Purpose. Bringing you leadership, growth ideas, mindset transformation, and strategic information for the entrepreneurs, business owners, and community leaders. You will be encouraged, educated, and empowered to develop your people, implement your processes, and increase your income. Now get ready to listen to the newest episode of the Epic Podcast. Our special guest today is Cedric LaFleur, Chief Executive of LaFleur Leadership Institute. Cedric, how are you today? I'm always doing great, Chris. How about yourself? I'm doing well, thanks. I love that. I'm always doing great. That's awesome. So as we get started, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself on a personal level? Yeah, so, you know, I was born and raised in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, I'm a proud uh, Washington, Marion, Charging Indian fan. Now, Chris, you have to know that in Louisiana, we don't ask people what college they went to. We ask people what high school they went to. Okay. That's how people identify uh, even when you're 53, that's how we identify with each other. Right. Um, so, uh, but I'm a proud uh, um, Lake Charles uh, native, and uh, I've been married for 34 years. Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah, I got married when I was real young, 19 years old. Uh, my wife, my girlfriend at the time was 17, going to our senior year of high school. And um, we have two kids. Uh, one, my daughter is 34, and my son is 27. Okay. And, you know, it's a great day, Chris, when your kids grow up and they get off of your payroll. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. So both of them are, um, you know, they, they are both uh, college grads and uh, doing their thing and enjoying their life. Well, very good. And, uh, yeah. And I recently retired. Well, two years ago, I retired from Abbott Laboratories. I used to run part of a sales uh, unit, um, a sales unit for Abbott Laboratories uh, for 22 years I was with them and, and retired February 2018th and I'm loving life now. Very nice. Very, very nice. Okay. So kind of diving in a little bit more deeper into who you are between a room, a desk and a car, which one do you clean first and why? Yeah, I will clean when I, well, when I was 20, I'd clean my car first. Cause you know, all guys want to have a clean, sharp car. Right. Sure. Uh, but uh, I've, I've matriculated from that. So now it's, I clean, clean a room first. Okay. Yes. And, and why? Um, well, you know, I don't want to sleep in a dirty room. Um, <laughs> so I want it to be nice and clean and tidy. I like it. So <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was just laughing. Oh, okay. So Cedric, do you have a, a favorite word or catchphrase? And if so, why? Yeah, my favorite word is um, desire. Hmm. And desire because, uh, you know, when I first read, the first time I ever read the book, Think and Grow Rich, um, you know, there's a lot in there. There's a whole chapter on desire. And um, that's my, so from there, I, I took that word on as my word. Um, you have to have a strong desire to succeed, to do anything in life. You have to have the desire to do it. And so that's my word. But you did say here a catchphrase. I do have a, a catchphrase also okay. that's different from that word. And that is ordinary to extraordinary. Okay. Now, you'll hear a little bit more about that a little bit later, but th that's my catchphrase. I like it. I like art. So desire and ordinary to extraordinary. I like it. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Okay. Yes. Not to be confused with a, extraordinary. Exactly. There's a reason for that. You'll hear about it later. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about your business. 
Yeah, so you know, um, at LaFleur Leadership Institute, we exist, Chris, to build best-in-class leaders to help uh, improve your team's market momentum, to help your team deliver outstanding customer experiences. That's it. We exist to help your team go from ordinary to extraordinary. And um, everything that we do is around helping a team deliver um, uh, exemplary results. And, and our business is in the leadership development space. And uh, what we do, we teach, we train, we coach, and we mentor business leaders, um, uh, directors, supervisors, and even since we're in school, students, how to change mindset, first of all, and value themselves. So you can't value someone else or add value to someone else until you value yourself first. That's right. So once we help them understand how to value themselves first, then we help them understand how to add value to other people. I like that. I like that. So how did you, how did you get into this? How did you get into leadership development, maybe even starting your own business, that type of thing? Yeah. So um, even in my career with Abbott, I've, all, I've, I've been a serial entrepreneur, um, uh, but I was looking for uh, what I was going to do when I retire. So in 2015, I started the search. I knew that in 2018, I was going to retire. Um, but I was looking for what it was I was going to do. And one day the John Maxwell team um, came into my existence. It, it, it had came across my Facebook page for about six months and I just totally ignored it. And one day something said, click on this to see what it's about. I literally, literally did this. I clicked on it. I read it. I said, Ooh, I want some more information. They said, go to this website. I went to the website. I said, Ooh, I want some more information. This sounds good. Just call this number. I called the number. The, what the guy said was like, ooh, this sounds good. I was like, man, it was like we were dating. This is good. <laughs> right? So um, we, um, I, I ran downstairs and I told my wife, I said, got it. I found what I'm going to do and I'll retire. And boom, that was it. Um, so the next day I joined a John Maxwell team and um, then I just took off running uh, from there. But like I said, I was, I've always been a, um, an entrepreneur. I, I owned a uh, basketball uh, marketing company um, uh, throughout my career uh, at Abbott. Uh, I was on the, the board of directors for Adidas, uh, the shoe company for their grassroots uh, basketball program. And um, I did that for, um, it was about 14 years total. And then I sold the company and, and then um, I was getting closer to retirement. So I had to figure something else to do. Wow, that's great stuff. Um, and what a passion that I heard come through all of that about developing people. And, you know, it started first with you, right? You had to see the value in yourself before you could pass that along to other people. Absolutely. That's, that's great. That's how, it's, that's how it's supposed to work, right? Yeah, yeah. You see, a, a lot of times people don't value what they have, what they can do, um, and uh, what they have to offer to the world. And it's because... Um, they grow up not being told. Yeah. Um, everybody talk about keep trying, keep trying, but not, hey, you know what? You, you have right now what it takes. You don't need anything else. Just go right now with what you have. Mm -hmm. And um, so people then don't grow up with the ability to just say, let me start running now. They yeah. always want to say, well, I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this first. And you never get to those things. So then you don't appreciate your gifts. We go to church, right? And, and people say, 
well, you know, God gave you your gifts, but we don't have the faith to use the gift they gave us. Yeah, right. Yep. And, you know, I, uh, you're, striking, you're striking a pretty deep chord within my heart at this moment because um, our children need to hear that more and more every generation that, that goes on. And, um, you know, who's going to teach them that? Um, the teachers don't necessarily have time to do that, and right. and they're programmed to do a certain way, which is absolutely great. Um, right. Parents may not know all that their children are capable of, um, right. and let alone, you know, for whatever reason they had a child, the parents may not even have the capacity to to teach their child that specific uh, niche in their own personal life, right? Um, and when you were talking, one of the things that I always say to people is, is we help people, we help tap into the untapped potential. Um, and that's what I think leadership is about, right? It's nothing more, nothing less than influence. Absolutely. And, and you're bringing that. So I, I say, thank you. So as you've, as you've done this and, um, as you've focused in your retirement years on your leadership Institute, what are some things that you've learned by being a business owner? Well, the first thing is you have to be willing to move fast. You see, a, a lot of people will sit around and, and they think and they think and they think and they think. Those people that keep thinking, they lose out. Mm. Right? They lose out, first of all, on the momentum that they have with the thought that they had uh, to just run. Um, they, then the second thing they lose out is then all of a sudden th their competition or someone else catches up to where they are and then just leave them while they're sitting there thinking about it, right? The second thing is you must be intentional and strategic about everything that you do. Right. And um, when you're not intentional, you're gonna sit down and you're gonna think about it all day long, right? Intentionality means action. And you're, when you're, when you're, when you're uh, intentional, you're action-driven and you're focused and you're moving to a specific direction. The other thing is you have to be strategic in what you want to do. You have to know one year out, three years out, five years out, where I want to be. You see, the, the law of navigation says anyone can steer a ship, but it takes a leader to chart the course. The leader sees more, sees before, and sees farther than everybody else. You have to be that person that sees that far out for your business. And then the ship is not going to go anywhere, just parked at the dock. Right. Right. So you have to be ready to just run with it and, and, and go and, and, and trust yourself. I feel like I'm in church at the moment. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, and, and you know what? Um, you, you sound like you're a man of action. And, you know, just if I can ask you a, a kind of a sub-question to that is, what would you say to those people that are hesitant in moving forward, in taking action? Yeah, so if you're hesitant, ask yourself why. Why? Two whys. Why am I hesitant? And then two, why do I want to do what I want to do? Hmm. You see, it, the answer to the first question will eliminate the, I mean, the answer to the second question will eliminate the first one. Because once you understand why you want to do what you want to do, you're not going to be hesitant anymore. Right. You're going to run because see that fire and emotion, it comes from the limbic part of your brain. That's the part of the brain that deals with emotion and memory. And when you understand your why, that emotion is going to get you going. 
And when you forget about it, you just go back to your memory, mm. right? And that emotion is going to get you going again, right? And this is where you have to become in, um, intentional and consistent about going and going and going and quit. Don't quit. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing or not doing. You just have to know that this is the direction that you're going. Yeah. And you know, when you're talking about your why, um, I'll use a different word and that's our purpose, right? Yeah. And, and, and living a life of perfect purpose is living a life of intentionality as well. And that's identifying your why, which again, we're, we're talking about leadership um, and exemplifying what that why looks like. And I would assume that you've got to do the same thing, not only as a husband, as a dad, but just as a man, but also as a business owner, right? Yeah. So what are some, what are um, like, what would be one thing that you know now that you wish you had known before you started? You know, really and truly, and I actually kind of thought through that, but I really don't have anything. Um, and here's what I believe. I believe that at every point in life, God gives you exactly what you need at the time. Nothing more, nothing less. He's going to give you exactly what you need at the time. So I don't even look back at where I was because it was not in my consciousness and it wasn't meant to be in my consciousness just because I believe that God doesn't make mistakes, right? He puts everything up here for a reason and he's going to put it there at a certain time when I need it and when he believes I'm ready for it. See, even if he would have put something there and I wasn't ready for it, I wouldn't have received it. Sure. I would have said, no, I, I, I can't do it. I, I'm not ready. You hear a lot of preachers say, God called them and, and, and they said, no, 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 I'm not ready to do that yet. Right? Um, so it happens all the time. But here's the thing. You hear people say, I knew that. Um, you hear ladies say, I should have followed my sixth sense, right? God put it there at the right time when you needed it. So I don't know that there's anything that I would say, I wish I knew before then, because I wouldn't have been ready to receive it. Okay. Um, but right now, where I'm at, everything that's in my sphere, I'm ready to receive it. There's going to be some things, Chris, a year from now that's going to come into my existence and I'm going to go, holy moly, that is awesome. I, I'm ready to take this on and, and do it. Yeah. But I don't know what it is right now. It could be sitting right here in my office, but I'm not ready to receive it yet. So it's not going to really matter. Right. That is a great way. And I think the people that are going to listen to this are going to be astounded by the words that you just spoke. So thank you very, very much. Um, because right now you and I are having this conversation about influence, about leadership and dealing and working with what we have at right now, not looking forward to something or relying on what's in the past for us. Great right. words of wisdom. Thank you so much, Cedric. Um, what, what is something that you think people may misunderstand about uh, leadership coaching, consulting, that type of, of thing within our industry? Yeah, you know, I think that... Um they misunderstand the ability that they have to do things, to get things done. People are so afraid to get outside their comfort zone. So then they, what they do, they remain bound. They remain stuck right where they are. They, 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 
They want to get out and help people, but they're afraid that they don't have what it takes. They want to get out and say something to someone, but they're afraid that they don't, they don't have what it takes. You know, every day there was this little boy that would go fishing and he was with his friends one day fishing and he was catching all these little small fish and he was throwing them in his bucket, throwing them in his bucket continuously. Then all of a sudden he hooked this really big fish and uh, he struggled with it for about 30 minutes. And finally he got it in. They were so excited, Chris, that they pulled it up. They was holding it up, taking pictures with it and all this stuff. And all of a sudden he unhooked the fish and threw it back in the water. And his friend said, wait a minute, what are you doing? He said, why'd you do that? The little boy said, well, my frying pan is only nine inches wide. You see, that reminds me uh, of some people's thinking and what they think about themselves and, and, and this industry, that they don't have what it takes. It's limiting. It's a limiting belief. Now, that little boy could have cut that fish up in all kinds of ways to fit it in his frying pan, right? He could have got a bigger frying pan, but it was a limiting belief. So what I have, what, the, the question I have for the audience is, what's your limiting belief? Where are you? What's your frying pan story? Right. And, and that's the thing that people miss, really misunderstand about this industry. They think that they have to have all of these years of experience or they have to have been in, like, for example, in John Maxwell's shoes in order to do this. No. Right where you are, you can help someone. And there's probably someone looking at you and saying that person's in front of me. You can go help that person get to where you are. You see, just like you're looking at someone and saying, they're in front of me and you want them to, to help you. Well, you can help someone else. And that's the thing that we all have to know, understand that we all have gifts right where we are that we can help someone else. Yep. That's good. That is good. Okay. So, um, wow. I think I'm a little overwhelmed right now. Uh, this this is really good. So if Cedric, if there was a book to be written about you, what would the title of that book be? And then what might the summary on the back end of that book say? Yeah, I'll go back to my phrase, ordinary to extraordinary. See, the summary would read, here is a guy who lived life to the fullest. This guy right here was willing to put it all on the line and to reach to go reach his goals. Here's a poor little kid growing up in Louisiana that decided he wanted more out of life. He decided he want, he was that little engine that could. And he took on that hill and slowly climbed and climbed and climbed. And he refused to quit until he reached his goal. Every day was a struggle, but he knew nothing about the word quit. He closed his mind. In other words, he closed his mind tightly against the word defeat. And in the end, he won. You see, I didn't become a multimillionaire in, uh, unintentionally. I didn't become a multimillionaire by having a limiting belief. I didn't become a multimillionaire by quitting on my dreams and goals because somebody else maybe didn't believe in me. I believed in myself. And that's what that summary would read. I love that. And I wonder how many more people would be successful just like yourself if they were to get rid of at least two or three limiting beliefs. Absolutely. If they just got rid of one, they yeah. would be better off than they were. 
That's true. True statement. So yeah. what's the best compliment you've ever received? Yeah, you know, I, I, I really, <laughs> that's interesting. I, I really, mm, I don't know. I, 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 I sat and I thought, thought about that. Uh, I really don't know, but here's what I, here's what I, I do think. I, I believe that um, that would keep, that would knock me off track if I started thinking about the compliments that I, re, that I receive. That means to me, and this is the way I think, I, I, it believes to me that I'm starting to read my press clippings and I'm starting to settle and said, oh, I've arrived. See, I don't have a I've arrived mentality. I believe that there's still more out there for me to do more out there for me to gain. Um, and I mean, so I'm retired, Chris, and I, I can just be chilling out at home every day, just doing nothing if I wanted to, but I don't. I mean, my week goes like this. Uh, Monday morning, starting at eight o'clock, I have a conference call for an hour. In fact, from eight o'clock to noon, I have one hour conference calls. All right, and then from one to three, I have, one hour conference calls. And then at 6.30, I have my show Talk Leadership with Cedric uh, live on, on Facebook. On Tuesday, starting at, from nine to noon, I have one hour conference calls. Um, from uh, two to three, I have a conference call. Uh, at 5.30, I have a show. And then at uh, 6.30, we have the uh, Black Entrepreneurs Institute show on the Empower Living Network. Okay. And then I start that all over again on Wednesday uh, at nine. I have two calls, and then I have something Wednesday afternoon uh, at uh, five thirty, and then another uh, a training at six thirty. Right, and then on Thursday it doesn't even it doesn't stop there. I have a, a radio show um, uh, that, that airs um, start at at uh, four thirty uh, Houston time, and then on Fridays. Nine o'clock, ten o'clock, uh, eleven o'clock, and then two o'clock. I have a call, and then today I'm here with you. Th that's my week. I mean, and, and I'm retired. I just don't know that I'm ready to just sit down and settle and just do nothing. I'm intentional, consistent, and I have a plan. There, there. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Uh, okay. So, all right, let me go here. There's a lot of stuff I want to ask you offline. Um, sure. so as, as we wrap up, what are a couple of things that you want the listeners to take away? Yeah. So what I want the uh, listeners to know this, this is a quote from the book, Think and Grow Rich, um, uh, Napoleon Hill's book. It's in the chapter on the desire. It says any person that wins at an undertaking must be willing to burn his ships and cut all sources of retreat only by doing so can that person maintain a as a burning desire to win. See, it can't be just a desire. It has to be an all-encompassing, pulsating desire to win. You see, if you if you want something, you have to be willing to go all in. You have to be willing to go after. See, you can't let someone else stop you. You see, you have to know that the people who are closest to you, they may not see your dream. They may not believe in your dream. That is okay. I, trust me, my wife is very supportive, but there are some things that she probably did not believe in. It did not matter. It was my dream. God gave it to me for a reason. 
not her. So the question I have for your audience is, is your dream your dream? You see, it, it can't be somebody else's dream. It can't be, I know you love your mama. It can't be your mama's dream. You love your daddy. It can't be his dream. And you know what? I know you love Big Mama and you love uh, Uncle Bubba and Aunt Susie. It can't be none of their dreams. It has to be your dream. When it's your dream, you're going to have that all-encompassing, pulsating desire where you know no words such as quit, stop, I can't, I'm not good enough. All you're going to know is I can, I will, I'm good enough, I deserve it, and then you're going to do it. Yep. Yep. Um, that is really, really golden. It really is. And um, I think when people, well, it's all about ownership, right? Sure. Yep. This is something that has been given to you, you own it, and you work it. That's your purpose. That's your calling. That is, should be your desire. Um, and I think you're absolutely, I know you're absolutely right um, in the sense that a lot of times we're looking for that second commitment level, if you will. Am I on the right track? Am I doing this the right way? And we hear from the closest people and they don't have that vision that we've been given. Sure. So I, I, well, they're afraid to, they're afraid to, to fail. They're afraid to lose. They're afraid of what people are going to say. And you can't be afraid of that. I, it doesn't matter to me one bit. If, if I fail at something and someone laughs or says whatever, I don't really care because you know what? I'm not going to stop. I just move on to the next thing. And that's just my philosophy. And, and that's the great separator right there. Um, I know one of your questions was, hey, what separates you from everybody else? Right. Right. And it's that extra. You see, I'm, I'm, this is where, I got to take a little bit of time uh, oh, please do. here with this. So th that little extra is the great separator of all people. And for me, that's the biggest difference. The only difference between winning and losing is belief. The only difference between hot water and boiling water is one degree. You see, at 211 degrees, water is hot. At 212 degrees, water boils. With boiling water comes steam. With steam, you can power a train. It only took one degree to go from hot water to boiling water, right? The only difference between a person reaching their full potential and not reaching their full potential is desire. The only difference between ordinary and extraordinary is extra. You see, most people don't go the extra mile. They don't make the extra call. They don't send the extra email. They don't spend the extra time that I will do. See, they, they will quit and say, oh, it's Friday at 530. I can't do that. Yeah. No, you got to go that little extra. See, they give themselves excuses. Here's what I say, Chris. Uneducated people give themselves excuses. Educated people, they're too smart for that. But what they do, they give themselves alibis. You see, at the end of the day, it all means the exact same thing. They quit. They tell themselves they're not good enough yet. You see, and at the end of the day, those that quit will never win. And those that win will never quit. And um, I'll wrap it up this way. And, and you might have heard this before. But it, it's, it's, it's about the Chinese bamboo tree. And the Chinese bamboo tree, you know, it takes about five years for it to grow above the ground. 
And, um, but all that time, you have to continue watering it. You have to continue tilling the soil. Now, what's going to happen with that Chinese bamboo tree, once it pops above the ground, it only takes five days to grow 90 feet tall. You can literally see it grow. Now, here's what happens. Now, during that five years time, you're going to have your friends, they're going to come around, they're going to say, hey, Cedric, Chris, I heard y'all was growing the Chinese bamboo tree around here. Well, I don't see nothing happening. You know, so they're going to be laughing at you, right? They're going to be laughing at your goals. You're trying to start a business and it's not happening right now, right? You're trying to open up a hair salon, a, uh, a, a car dealership, a, a mechanic shop, a, a flower shop. You're trying to do all that and you're struggling with it and they're laughing at you, right? But that's okay because one day, just like that Chinese bamboo tree, boom, it shoots up in the sky. All of a sudden you will. Then all of a sudden your performance changes, your scores change, your outlook changes, your bank account changes, your talk changes, your friends change, everything about you changes. If you just keep watering the soil, uh, water, watering the plant and tilling the soil, the same thing about your dreams and your goals. You just have to keep watering it and keep tilling it and keep working it. And all of a sudden, shoom, it shoots right up. That's the great separator right there, that little extra. So I know that I'm, I'm preaching, but I'm sorry, but. No, that's good. You know what? I think that. Um, when people hear this, I think they're going to be, there's two words that come to my mind. There's motivated and inspired. Motivation lasts for just a short period of time. Inspiration lasts for a lifetime. Cedric, you have inspired people today. You've inspired me. And I say thank you for that. And uh, preach all you want. Um, because here's the thing. A lot of people get into business owning or whatever it is that they're going to do because Maybe that's the only way that they know how to do something or um, other circumstances have dictated or so they think that they've dictated to only do that one particular thing and they never go out and venture to making their own particular dreams come true, let alone get rid of their limiting belief system. So you've inspired people today, sir, and I thank you for making this podcast even better. I really do. Well, um, I, I just answer the questions that you asked, you make so <laughs> Um, you know, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, and I appreciate you, sir. So how can people find you? Yeah. So your first place they can find me on Facebook. I mean, I'm big on social media. Um, Facebook, it's my name, Cedric, C-E-D-R-I-C-K Lafleur. L-A-F-L-E-U-R. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Friend me if you want to. Um, you'll find uh, Lafleur Leaders on, um, on Twitter. Um, my Cedric Lafleur on, on LinkedIn as well, and um, yeah, and Lafleur Leaders on Instagram, and um, my, my website is LafleurLeadershipInstitute.com. It's, it's just that simple. Just my last name, LeadershipInstitute.com. All right. Well, very good, Cedric. Again, thank you so much for being on this podcast. I appreciate your time and taking a little bit of time from happy hour to spend with me and the listeners. Um, certainly appreciate that, and yourself as well, sir. Hey, thank you very much. I truly appreciate it. And, and thank you for never quitting. Uh, we would not have had this conversation if you had quit. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, to our listeners, um, thank you for listening. And uh, whatever you say, think or do, do it with purpose. 
Thank you for listening to the Elite Professionals in Coaching podcast. If you want to stay in the forefront with business strategies and ideas, leadership conversations, tips, and empowerment, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and then share with your friends and fellow business owners. For more information about With Purpose and their services, visit www.withpurposellc.com. Thank you.